The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Work it, make it, do it. Makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. Now, now, now that, that don't kill me can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now, because I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now, because I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night now. That's how long I've been on ya. Right, you hear that music, you know what show it is. It's Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters, and of course, it is hot as yeah, you're right. But I ain't going there, so I'm gonna stay away from that. Uh, I'm glad to be in the studios as, as always. I'm having a real interesting show today. I've got a, a couple good friends of mine who have taken time out of their busy schedule to be with me. Uh, you know, one of them is here in the studio uh, with me. Another one, of course, is out in, uh, well, he, uh, not of course, but to let you all know, he's out in uh, Pennsylvania. And, of course, that is uh, my man Kelvin Fisher. And I'm going to get with Fish in a second. But first, I got my man here in the studio with me, Scott Lovely, who is the head coach at a basketball uh, team here in uh, Arizona, in, in Gilbert, Arizona. Uh, that's the Highland Hawks. And, uh I want to talk to him first briefly uh, because, of course, this man has been faced with some adversity, and I'm going to let Fish jump in a little bit later talk about how they deal with their adversity. But, uh, Scott, welcome, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks, Ray, for having me on. Uh, yeah, but I guess things aren't so lovely in your neighborhood, not, not with uh, uh, the things I've been hearing. Man, you lose not one, not two, but three star players from a program, but one in particular that that you didn't know you were going to lose, and so you're faced with some adversity right from the start. Yeah, taking the job, uh, you know, there was some uh, kids that were leaving right away and graduating, and uh, one kid that we thought was going to stick uh, ended up going to a prep school in Vegas. Wow, wow. So, see, you know, that that's what people have to realize, and you never know as a player, and it starts in high school, that you have to be ready at all times, and Coach didn't know that he was going to be on the show today. He was visiting the studio, <laughs> but he, he's going to bless us with our first high school sports show. And it it will start uh, in the fall. And, of course, that, again, is uh, Coach Scott Lovely from Highland High School here in, uh, in Arizona. And uh, I look forward to that show. And, Coach, you and I are going to get back to some things. But I got a man right now on the line with me, and that's Kelvin Fisher. I, I hope there's no adversity going on, uh, on any unexpected adversity that you guys are dealing with out there in Pittsburgh right now. Fisher, you there? Yeah. I'm it's lovely right now, man. It's the name. Sitting out here in front of you, we speak to a couple of crowds, you know, yelling and screaming, and and uh, you gonna hear some horns blowing to go to the next period. So, but uh, right now we're doing really well, man. We're doing really well. Everyone's healthy. Everyone came in, and, and right now the people just getting mad at the offense because they want to show a blitz and Ben just throws them up. <laughs> well, well, I, I, I can tell you this. Uh, man, I really appreciate it. And for those of you out there who uh, who hear those things in the background, uh, this may be one of the first ever live Internet talk shows from an NFL training camp 
I know it's the first live win from a world champion, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, training camp, and we certainly appreciate that, Fish. Now, you said there's no ad- ad- adversity going on there, but, but I do hear a little rumbling ab- about uh, Fast Willie Parker. Uh, how's, how's Willie looking in practice? You know, like I said, they wanted to come up with a blitz and then throws them up to them off a little bit and they complete the pass. Um, but no, we, you know what? With, 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 uh, it's interesting out here, man. We got some guys really competing. And I'm uh, really competing, man. I'm really excited about this season. Okay, I think we're having perhaps maybe some technical difficulties with Fish. Can um, if we can, we can try to see if we can get him back. I'm not sure if we lost him. Kelvin, can you hear me? You can still hear me. Hey, Fish. Okay, we're gonna try. We're gonna try that again to make sure that we. Are you there, Kelvin? I think we may be having some difficulties. So, so Scott, again, let's get back to to your okay. situation if we can. Uh, as, as I mentioned, there was some technical difficulties there with our man Kelvin Fisher, who is a scout for the world champion Pittsburgh Steelers. Of course, Kelvin giving us access to uh, their training camp there uh, right outside of Pittsburgh. But I, I want to talk to you a little bit, Scott, if I could. Uh, and, and I'm going to take the liberty to, to, to mention a name. And, of course, you probably uh, don't want to do that. But uh, there was a young man uh, from your school, a highly uh, re- recruited, uh, a, a national uh, star, if you will, be at the high school level, uh, a young man by the name of uh, Nick Johnson, who, uh, who is no longer a part of your program, who has moved on. Uh, when you lose somebody at the high school level like that, uh, where you only have these kids for, you know, two, three, four years, perhaps maybe if they're that good to play varsity, and, and you have to come in and, and worry about people like myself, the media, who automatically wants to talk to you about a player who's no longer part of your program, does that make it more difficult for you to motivate the kids that are remaining in your program? Well, in my opinion, personally, it doesn't. And the reason I don't think it uh, it, it, it impacts the kids that are left is because my focus on uh, my team and, and, and in coaching the style of basketball that I coach is all about making the team a unit, a family. Um, and so the real push for us this next season is to play at a high level and get everyone to compete and everyone to uh, contribute and, and step up and fill the gap. Uh, you know, we're going to treat it just like we do when uh, someone graduates. Uh, so, that, so that's going to make it pretty simple. One of the biggest challenges uh, with the whole Nick Johnson situation was, uh, you know, he was recruited nationally um, by several prep schools. Uh, you know, this is a phenomenon that, that now high school coaches are having to deal with. Uh, and, and it's funny you mention that because you talk about recruiting at the high school level. Is that legal? Are, are you legally allowed to recruit players and, and actually take them from one high school and have them come to another? Well, no, you can't do it in state. Uh, the interesting thing is, is that uh, uh, Finlay Prep, being in Nevada, uh, they cannot compete in Nevada. Evidently, uh, they play sports, they play basketball around the country uh, because they're not a school per se. They're more of a, a basketball prep academy. Um, there's a big story, I guess, on Finlay and uh, Sports Illustrated. So, I, wow, we're we're going to get back to, the, uh, of course, that story. But whenever we can get my man Fish back, uh, we're glad to have him. Kelvin, you there? 
Okay, great. Yeah, we can. We, we were having some some problems, uh, but it's it's worth it for us to go through the problems and work through those problems to have this special opportunity to talk to you while you're at training camp. Now, you said there's some heavy competition there, and of course, I know you can't say you know whose job's in jeopardy or whose job is is not in jeopardy, but. Uh, coming into uh, a, a, a year of which you guys just got back from winning the course, uh, Super Bowl, and you know, in the last, uh, I think you won two in the last three or four years here, and, and you've got a, a big quarterback, a big star quarterback that, of course, there is a little bit of controversy there. You know, what? how did you guys start this camp off, you know, and keep everybody so focused? First, there's a Super Bowl championship that you celebrate. Then there's a controversy about Ben. Uh, some accusations about Ben. How does a, how does a coach get your team back focused to go and try to win another Super Bowl? Well, first, I mean, we were champions our season, but to get back. So we came there as if you know, starting all over, like you know, the Super Bowl, and that's where these guys are. Man, the tempo of this these practices been the best I've seen since I've been here. I'm going on this is my tenth training camp. So, I mean, these guys want to get back there. So it's not about uh, what we've done. It's about what we want to do. Well, that, you know, you know and, and that is, that, that is a, a tremendous approach to any season. And, but it's, it's really hard uh, for, to, to get a team focused like that, to get them laser focused, as, we, as we'd like to say. That says something about the type of players that you have there. So, obviously, this is a team full of character players. Uh, would you agree with that? No question, and, and, that, and that, that comes into play when we draft these guys, and we, when we, and that, that piece of the puzzle comes in. Like, evaluating them, it's just not about you know how good they are. It's about you know are they going to compete? They want to want they want to get to the next level every year, or or they just here to play. So, so Kelvin, you, you you're telling me that it, that you guys have. Uh, a special ability to actually look at a person and and to measure his desire to not only win once, but to keep winning as long as he's able to play the game. There, there's something special that you can see in that person to understand that this guy is not a person who wants to just win a championship. They want to be the I best mean, of all times. Uh, that, that, and then when you have season vets, when those young guys come in, and season vets just make them uh, get onto the program that we're on. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like the young guys come in and it's it's no slouch. You know they they got to compete and they and they got to show they want to get there too. Well, I, I'm sitting I'm sitting in the studios with a person that's not the same uh, affiliated with the same sports that you are, but of course in any sport that you play, uh, you want to win. He's at the high school level. Is that something that, in your opinion, that you actually can see that trait in a kid when he's at the high school level? Does he have that 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 ability, that instinct, that that just go get it inside of him when he's a high school kid? Uh, most definitely, I'm sure, Coach. I'm sure the kids who punch just like on the team, you know, who just want to be on the team, aren't those guys? to go to the next level or even try to get to the state championship. But I'm sure his ultimate goal is to go, go to the state championship and win it. And he wants, you know, 10 guys, 12 guys, whatever amount of guys he's going to on the scene. They all, want, they all have the same goal and have to go to the state championship and win And I'm sure when he sees certain kids in tryouts, that's why he cuts them. 
Well, let, well, let me ask you something. Something he he was just faced with some adversity there. You got some backup players that you feel that are that are impressing you without making any names, mentioning any names that are showing you that that they have what it takes to step up in the event somebody goes down. Um, I, I tell you what, I'm impressed with a lot of the rookies. I'm impressed with a lot of the second year guys because because they are stepping it up. And, and like I told you before, Ray, it's that process of never rebuilding, just always reloading. That's right. And, and I and I think right now with the players we have out here, is that we're going to have the opportunity eventually to take the reload. Well, Fish, uh, we got a little bit of music, man. We got to take a break. If you can hold on. We'll pick it back up on the other side of the break. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. My man Fish is in Pittsburgh with the world champion Pittsburgh Steelers in training camp. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. I'm back. Uh, you're, of course, listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I want to apologize to all those people who are listening to the show. I, I want to apologize, but at the same time, I think you all would understand that this is a, a tremendous opportunity for us. It's the first time I like to say it's the first time ever. It, this is a, a live show. We are streaming live here in the studios of Phoenix, Arizona. 
and and we have on the line with us uh, a scout from the Pittsburgh Steelers, our good friend of this show, Kelvin Fisher. So we apologize for if the if the show is not coming through uh, like it normally does in terms of the clarity of it. But we want you to experience something that that has never taken place before. We're, we're going to say we're the first, and uh, you know, Fish. So welcome back to the show. Uh, you know, I think I, I asked you a question earlier, and I'm not sure. I couldn't really hear the answer, uh, but I'd just like to know because I like him. Uh, uh, how was Fast Willie looking in practice? Actually, man, he looks real good. I mean, he, uh, he, he looks in shape. His body looks good. He's moving and he's running the ball real well. And actually, the one thing that I noticed is catching the football better. Well, that, that that's always good, man. One of my favorite uh, running backs of all time, and I, I'm sure you know him who's who's coaching in the league there in, in Baltimore now, uh, Wilbur Montgomery. Man, it, there's always uh, an added facet when you can throw the ball to a running back who can actually catch that ball and, and make some things happen, and that, that, that just adds another threat. And if uh, I'm sure that, that those uh, people in, in, in your division there don't want to see Willie catching the ball you know, out of the backfield because that just creates some problems, especially when, you know, obviously there's probably going to be a linebacker who's going to be trying to be matched up with him, and that's not going to be a match uh, at all. Uh, let me go back to uh, and ask you some questions about as you guys came into the season, like you said, you're not, you're, you are not rebuilding. You're just, you're just reloading. And, and I'm sure if you're Super Bowl champs, you're not worried about anybody else. You're just worried about yourself. You you guys have had pads on for a couple days. Is is there any area which you you see where there may be a concentration as to, okay? And I've asked you this question before. Is it our passing game we got to make better? Is it our run defense we've got to improve on? Is it our pass defense? Is there any area where you feel as if that we might spend a little bit more time in that area this year? Well. Condition is the same as it was last year, and we was number one in all the categories. Hopefully, our passing game can get a little better. As you know, Ben is a big play guy, so sometimes you don't you don't necessarily have that great passing game, but you know, in the clutch, he's going to come through for you. So I would like to see the passing game get a little better. You know, I would like to see us be able to run the ball more. I mean, it's those things that just come with time. A bunch of young, uh, new guys in the offensive line last year. They should be gelled together this year. And your, your your offensive line guys, as you said, they they've just been a couple years uh, together. Uh, offensive linemen, man, particularly that left tackle, you know, it used to be uh, you know a, a premium asset. Is the left tackle still the most important part on the offensive line? Well, you know, you know, the left tackle is always going to be important because you know that right hand is trying to get some sacks. So that guy is definitely important, and, uh, and, and Max Sargent did a great job for us last year at the left tackle. And uh, obviously, you know, they extended him contracts, and he's happy. So I'm going to play a lot better this year. He played bad last year. Okay, hey, Fish, I'm going to uh, – it seems like we're having some more problems. Uh, with the with, with the line, it really is getting uh, you know pretty bad now, and I think it has a lot to do with the wind. So I, I'm just going to thank you for the time that you've given us, man. And uh, you know, I, I just can't thank you enough. This is again uh, something that we tried. We apologize to those listeners out there in case it didn't come through clear. But again, let's everybody just uh, appreciate the fact that we had uh, a scout from the world champion Pittsburgh Steelers, Kelvin Fisher, with us on the line. So I'm going to move because I think uh, Coach Greer. 
is, uh, of course, on the line with us now. And, and Coach Greer is uh, working in the capacity uh, of evaluating talent for a developmental league, uh, and that is United Gridiron League. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a league of which uh, people like perhaps Kelvin Fisher and those folks might be very interested in knowing that there's some, uh, some, some, some talent out there. Coach Greer, are you there with us? Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, man. How are you? I'm beautiful. I'm out here in California. Everything's good. Okay, you're in California. So uh, let me ask you, you guys are about to have a mini camp, am I right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, and uh, when is that mini camp going to be? And, and, and tell the people a little bit about the United Gridiron League. Sure. Well, the mini camp will be August 15th in uh, Deland, Florida, right outside of Daytona. And um, it, it's going to be uh, something they've never seen before. It's, we're going to combine um, the traditional combine uh, measurables with um, the, the senior bowl uh, style practice where we'll be, um, this mini camp will consist of uh, uh, predominantly free agents uh, that have been out of football, uh, out of college since 05, and they're trying to get into the league. And um, our, our main goal is to develop players. Now, and, um, now, Coach, it, it, you know, there's been some questions and some concerns about if indeed the United Gridiron League season uh, and the league itself is going to be able to sustain itself. Uh, you guys are moving ahead. You're ready to play football. You're looking for players. Am I right? Oh, we're ready to go. We're announcing teams, uh, helmets, logos, colors. We're ready to go. And so, so, so you better have your helmet on ready to go when you come to our mini camp. We're ready to go. Now, speaking of having your helmet on and coming to your mini camp, um, who is it that is uh, making the decision as to who can and who not who cannot come to your camp? Okay, it looks like we lost Coach Greer. I think perhaps maybe. Uh, he too may have been on his uh, his cell phone, so uh, we have some cell phone difficulties today. But that's okay; it's not going to stop the show. We're going we're going to keep going with the show. Perhaps maybe we'll get uh, Coach Greer back. But you know, adversity. I, I've got I've got to show my man, um, Coach Lovely, how you got to deal with adversity when you when you're in the studio. So all, only thing I'm doing right now is, you know, I just call timeout, pull one player out. And I'm going to put him back in the game. <laughs> so, it, so it's time for us to get back to you, Coach. Now, we, we talked a little bit about and we're going to get Coach Greer back on the line and, and discuss some things with him. But we were talking about high school basketball, and we were talking about recruiting. And you're, as you mentioned, that, uh, of course, this, these prep schools across the country, uh, because they're not really affiliated with the school system in the states, per se, they have the ability to recruit people from around the country, and they also have the ability to travel and play games around the country. Is, is, is that right? Yes. And so, so they are some of the most desired. So they almost are the official. How should I say this? Let me get this right now. They almost are the official AAU team because, see, the AAU teams travel around the country, but those are summer league teams. But now they are a a school that can travel around and can recruit players, so they got an advantage, don't they? That's a pretty good exa- That's a pretty good picture you painted there. Um, really, uh, you know, the kid we were talking about, Nick Johnson, great kid, uh, comes from a good family. Um, his situation uh, that he's going to up at Finlay, 
uh, is going to put him in a position where he's basically going to be playing with some of the same kids that he played with on his traveling ball club. Uh, you know, the more and more elite athletes uh, nowadays are playing on not local travel teams like you and I played on when we were in school. They're playing on more nationally sponsored level teams. Um, I know Nick was a part of the, uh, uh, I think it was the Oakland Soldiers. Yeah, but Coach, let me ask you something. Uh, why, when, you, when you're a player like a, a Nick Johnson, and a Nick, we're going to stop using his name, when you're a great player okay. and you've been recognized uh, by colleges and universities across the country as a great player, is, is there a need for you to go someplace else to play ball? No, but the perception is that, and and the and the sales pitch from the prep schools is is that uh, you know if you come and play for us, we'll get you to a level where when you step in that first year, you're not going to be a freshman. You'll be closer to your sophomore year of school. Um, I know the schedule is uh, four hours of academics and then four hours of basketball. Now you know you can talk about a preparation for a kid. And getting him ready to the point, whereas when he steps, you know, into the college or on that university for his first year of basketball, he's not going to be a freshman. He's going to be a sophomore. But the fact of the matter is, and I'm going to say Nick, because I believe this myself personally, and I've been around some great basketball players. This is a kid that when he comes out of high school, had they not have changed the rules, he would have never stepped on a college campus. So he would have not had to have you know, be in his sophomore year. He would have been, he probably would go straight to the NBA. He would have been one of those kids that would have been drafted. So what are you, you're not really doing anything for that kid. This kid is ready for pros when he leaves high school. It's just that the rules have been changed. So how much better are you making this kid by having to be a part of your program? Yeah, it's, it's you know, it, it, it's interesting. Uh, uh, it's an interesting scenario, and you're, you're accurate. Um, I don't think he's going to be, uh, become a better basketball player because he's leaving and going to another school. And I, and I think that's the case with several uh, athletes who have been put in the same situation. Well, let me ask you now, okay, the fact of the matter is th- this, these prep schools almost, and for because I, I can't think of another example to give you, on a college level, it's like an independent. It's like a Notre Dame. So a Notre Dame can go out and negotiate their own TV contracts and get as much revenue as they can. So now you got a prep school that now can go out and re- recruit kids. And now with you know today's age and the generation of the Internet, which soon televisions will be Internet ready. Most of them, a lot of them are now. Uh, your your mobile phone will be internet ready. So this is nothing in my mind. This is a this is where the future's going. This is where the money's going. And wow, again, our kids being exploited now at the high school level because of these kind of deals that are being made, where it's really all about prepping your school up and yeah, bigger name for your school and, and more dollars coming to your school. True. True. Uh, you know, and the one thing that, that, I, that you and I have talked about, uh, you know, the, the high school sports is more than just playing the game. It's about bonding with the guys you go to school with, uh, having building relationships with those people and having those lifelong memories. And kids who are leaving their schools that they grew up in and the neighborhoods that they grew up in and going to play at these prep schools, they're missing out on a lot more than just playing the game. And that's something, Coach, you mentioned that. And that's something that I don't think is talked about enough, you know, because I know somebody, I won't say it's me, I know somebody that started talking to their kids and explaining to them that, you know what, you're, in two years from now, 
your life will change and it will never be the same. You'll still be a part of this family, but you'll be miles and miles away. And then you probably don't come back into this environment to stay for a period of time, only to visit. We're going to visit that after this break. You hear my man, Jay-Z. You know what we got to do. We're going to take a break. Listen to Railroad Sports on the Voice America Network, and we'll be right back after this message. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Alrighty, we're back. You're listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. Uh, we've been having uh, a little bit of technical difficulties today, and I apologize for that. But I, I wanted to try something very special, and it was it was special to me. Uh, we tried it. The next time, we'll be sure that uh, we make some adjustments so that uh, 
you're able to hear uh, the show uh, much clearer than what you were able to hear it, uh, today. Uh, but, of course, I got uh, Coach uh, Scott Lovely in the studios with me, and I got Coach Greer on the line. Coach Greer, just hold one second. Scott and I just want to finish this one point. And, and Scott, as I said, I, I mentioned that, you know, kids going into their junior and senior years uh, of high school uh, playing sports, uh, I, I'm not sure that people really understand the pressure of a kid knowing that uh, he's being pulled so many different ways. Uh, he may have one thing in his heart. Uh, the people who want him to come to their college and university may have something else in their minds. His parents may have something in their hearts. He has such a strong attachment to his to his friends and his teammates and everybody else. I just think that's so unfair for this whole recruiting process of the high school to come into uh, the picture and and disrupt uh, the lives of these uh, of these young people because there, there's nothing like you know a high school and a high school tradition and the family legacy that that stays there and remains your uncle your aunt your cousins your best friends your neighbors you go back to class reunions and all that I'm just not sure when you bring these prep schools into this equation that you know those things t kind of exist because you know, normally one person goes to that prep school not a generation and generation and generation of families go to these prep schools true it does it it isolates the kid earlier than they need to be is it something that you think um that nc2a's will, will step into uh, i mean who actually have who, what's the body that governs this recruiting that will have to step in and say this has got to stop you know uh in, in each state, there's a, an association. Here, it's the uh, Arizona Interscholastic Association that governs uh, the state schools and, and, and will sanction you if you're caught recruiting athletes from one school to the next. Uh, I know in California, it's the CIF. Um, and nationally, there's a national uh, federation, but I'm not sure how active they are or they play a part in uh, policing that type of activity. Um, and I don't know if it's ever going to be addressed, really. Wow. I, I, I so, certainly hope that, that something is done at some point in time because it's, uh, I think it's just unfair to the kids. I, I, I was one of those. I was blessed, and I, I look back up on it, and I know the stress that was brought into my life during the recruiting process. It's something every young man and young woman wish that they could experience. But when you walk in those shoes, sometimes it's not everything it's made out to be. But let me, let, let me go back if I can, because Coach Greer, I, I told you that I wanted to get back to you, and so we're gonna we're gonna go back and, and talk a little football. And and we were talking before you joined us. We started off talking about some some adversity, and and you've got a couple young young men that you're going to be working with. Uh, down there, uh, I believe it's in Florida, and some of them perhaps maybe were faced with some adversity in college. Maybe uh, they didn't get drafted. Maybe they got hurt. Uh, are they, but these young men are excited about going to this mini camp. Am I right? Yes, sir. Definitely. And 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 you didn't get a chance to tell me in terms of the the qualification and and how these people can participate and who's making decisions as to who can come and who cannot come. If you did, can you kind of go over that again? But I'm not sure we got a chance to answer that question. Sure. Uh, the players that are eligible for, for our free agent minicamp, uh, the criteria is they can't uh, have graduated uh, before the year of 05. So it's 05 going forward. 
and uh, they have to be, you know, they have to have the right um, football credentials uh, as far as where they played, when they played. Um, hopefully, some some accolades of uh, being a successful player, and um, they submit all that information to uh, our scouting department, and we go over the, their information. But also, we want to keep it open. We want to keep it open for those guys that. Um, you know that have that desire and heart to play at a higher level, but you know the the great thing about our uh, our mini camp is that it's not just running a forty, uh, doing a bench press and doing a shuttle. Uh, track runners and, and weightlifters can do that. They can have great numbers. We want to put helmets and shoulder pads on them and put them through a full practice situation, upper body contact, and see if, and see who really the football players are. You know, O uh, five film and O nine film are a lot different. So we want to get them current film and get them on the field, seeing, some, seeing them do some drills and skills and put them in football uh, situations. Well, let me ask you something. You, you're, you're looking for those guys, and you mentioned the, the right football credentials. Uh, you know, sometimes people can alter those credentials. Have you guys had a chance to actually get out and to see some of these players yourselves and, and you yourselves have has kind of solicited the participation of certain players? Certainly, yeah. We've, I've seen tons and hours and hours of film in my football career, and and recently in this last uh, uh, two-year uh, process with the UNGL, and I've looked at the film and I've looked at the measurables, and and they're beautiful on film, and and you know, and the and their criteria, you know, it's like a resume. It looks great, and that's where we're we're different from other uh, entities that do the the the, uh, the combine type type uh, informational. We want to go that next step, and I want to see you play. And, and I tell the kids, you don't have to send me a film at this point. You don't have to send me a resume on yourself. We, were, we will see what you can do. That will be your live uh, interview. That will be your live, real live, in-your-face uh, tryout, like, um, like uh, the dance crew, you know, the, the Randy Jackson dance crew. We want to see what you can do. Okay, Coach, I, I'm, I'm a senior. I, I, I came out of school. You know, I didn't get drafted. Uh, I think I can still play ball. Uh, you tell me, you convince me why I should come to your combine instead of staying in shape and waiting to get a phone call from the NFL. You know, that's a great question. What I, and, I, what I, and I deal with that every day. And what I tell these young people, uh, first of all, is, you know, congratulations. You're making this first step is awesome. And what that does, this first step gets you off the sideline and gets you back on the field. And, and what I want to do, I want to see you – in situations where you play the game, you play your position. I want to see. I'm going to put you in in situations where I'm going to give you a scripted play, and these this is what I want you to do in this scripted play. So I'm going to look at your measurables, your height, weight, bench press, forty shuttle. Those are your those are your written measurables, your time measurables, and then I want to see you run routes. I want to see you you know catch the ball. I want to see you butt up and go head up uh, upper body contact. So then there's your physical measurables as a football player. And then I'm going to throw some stunts. I'm going to throw some routes. I'm going to throw double routes. I'm going to uh, throw on an alignment. I want to see you go block at the, at the second level. Now we're, we're looking at your football knowledge. So those are three critical areas that the NFL scouts are looking for, the, the measurables, the physicality, and the knowledge of the game. And it's interesting you said that the NFL scouts are looking for it because, uh, and you did answer the question, and, and, and I'm hoping that you can elaborate even more when I said, okay, so why should I come to your place? So are you saying to me that perhaps maybe some NFL scouts are going to get a chance to see me if I come to your mini camp and participate in your league? 
most definitely. We're not going to promise that uh, all 32 are going to be there or 100 scouts are going to be there. What we are promising is that you'll get an opportunity to get on the field and play football, and we will invite everybody, every, uh, every other entity, every uh, professional league that has teams. We're going to invite everybody because we're a developmental league, and we are developing players. We don't care what league you go to. We want to develop you. And that's where we're unique in the sense that we want, we're going to take those players that are not ready yet and we're going to get them to the next level, whether, whatever your level is. And we've, we've consulted with NFL scouts and, and, the, and the top guys and said, what do you want to see? We've consulted with agents. What do you want your athlete to project out there? And, and we are going to stay on those guidelines. We're not trying to recreate the wheel. What we're trying to do is put the best possible product out on the field and make you better as a player. There's a reason why you're not playing right now, young man. And you know what? We're going to tap into that reason. I like the, I like the fact that you're being real frank with them, particularly there at the end. And 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 I've heard uh, my good friend Kelvin Fisher, who who just hung up with us from uh, the training camp of the world champion Pittsburgh Steelers, sure. is there's a reason why these kids are not in an NFL camp at this particular time. Have have you found that the the players that that are not in the camps uh, are they being honest with themselves or have they have, do they understand the fact that they still need to, some development or is it an excuse that uh, somebody didn't like me you know this person he didn't get this film or I ran a bad forty or they saw the wrong tape you know is is it that kind of stuff you're dealing with with these players it is, it is a lot of times and you know and I would you know what I tell them right away I say you know what okay you went to Cheney State okay level of play hits you in the face right now. You're an All-American in that league. You're an All-American at that level, uh, Indianapolis State. Whatever it is, Harding University, you were the best at that level of play. And unfortunately, right now, when they look at you, they look at level of play. They look at level of competition. So you have to deal with that right now. Get out of your comfort zone and say, okay, I have to open up my ears and see why there's another player from from a different level, why they made it, from sitting on the bench or why they made it and I didn't. And, and honesty is what I'm going to give you 100%. I'm going to tell you, you know, there's a reason why your kickstep slide is too slow. You know, you have to do certain things. Use your hands. Get your hands up. You know, your recovery time on that break has to be better. You know, so I tell you those things. You may not want to hear them. Yeah, it's just not going to tell you them. You know, but I'll tell you them because I want you to get to the next level. Yeah, And I think that's important that you do. Uh, that you are honest with them because that's only going to help. It's not going to hurt them. Coach, why don't you hang on? I got to take a break whenever I get music. Uh, you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. As always, we come back after the break. Why don't you do the same and come back? The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. Take the bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. (laughs) 
So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her, especially at 1-2. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball, deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. Coach Gray, you still there with me? Yes, sir. Okay, listen, I, I need you to do a, a couple things you and I uh, talked about earlier. Uh, we talked about the fact that some players can come down and it's going to be in Florida and you guys are going to be working with pads on the upper body. Uh, yeah, how many people are go- do you expect to be there? Uh, I anticipate anywhere from uh, 180 to 300. And those would be good numbers for us to for us to work with, to, uh, to get, so the players would get a true evaluation of uh of you know of their talent, and um you know it's gonna it's gonna be phenomenal. I, I just can't wait. I'm excited about this. And how how many days you guys gonna be there? It'll be a one day camp. Uh, it'll be um you know we want them to get there on Friday night. Uh, the event is on Saturday morning. Um, it'll be from roughly. Uh, pre pre register uh, the early registration before the, the um, we'll take on Friday night and then there's a registration that starts at 7 a.m. on uh, Saturday morning for those late registration guys you know you know those late guys so we're gonna we're gonna make it easy for you we're gonna be there for you early so you can get signed up but we'd really rather you be there Friday night okay again we we are talking for those of of those of you who may have joined us uh, a little bit late in the show. We're talking to Coach Greer, and of course he is from uh, the United Gridiron League. The United Gridiron League is going to have a uh, a combine, I believe. Is that right, Coach? Should we call this a combine? Well, we call it a mini camp. We're going to have a mini camp. It's going to be in Florida. It's going to be a one-day event. What city is going to be in Florida? It'll be in Deland, Florida. Deland, Florida. And uh, to find out more information about those, uh, you know, particulars as, as it, uh, you know, associates with the uh, with the 
with the mini camp, uh, they should go to what website? You got a website there? UNG? Yes, sir. They should go to uh, www.unglleague.com, and it'll give you all the information. Go to Player Central and click on, and it gives a. It'll be at the you know the Sperling Sports Complex at, at um, fifteen hundred uh, Matt Blair Boulevard in Deland, Florida. And uh, you know, hey, be there, be there on time, and be ready to play. Strap it up. Well. I certainly appreciate you spending the time with us, Coach, because, uh, you know, not, you know, not every day do we get a chance to talk to somebody who is uh, providing an opportunity for young men to extend their dream beyond their college days and to give them an opportunity to showcase their skill sets where perhaps maybe their dreams of playing in the National Football League might be realized through the efforts of your developmental league. And, and I want to be sure, this is a developmental league. Am I right? You're trying to develop them, as you said, for some league, hopefully the National Football League, but for some league. Right, 100%. It is developmental, and it's in the continuation of their learning of the game. And, uh, you know, we put them in situations where um, they will have to, you know, produce and play in our league. Um, will be ran from February to uh, roughly June and right in time for uh, NFL mini camps and OTAs, and uh, I think we've positioned ourselves in a, in, a, in, a, in a great situation where we're non-competitive with the NFL, so uh, it's lovely for us. I mean, we want every non-drafted senior that's coming out of college, we want you. We open our arms. Come to us. Well, we certainly appreciate it, and uh, those guys that didn't get drafted, listen, it's not the end of the world. There is a chance, so be sure to check out the opportunities that are being made available to you. Again, that website is, Coach? It's www.unglleague.com. Okay. All right, Coach, appreciate it. I'm going to get back in touch with you guys, but you stay in touch with me, all right, and good luck to you. All right, I'm, I'm going to finish up this show with, with my man, my coach, Coach Scott Lovely, who's here in the studios. And, uh, and as I said, he came in. Uh, he and I were going to talk about some things uh, about uh, perhaps maybe his show starting here in the fall. Uh, that has been discussed. That is going to happen. And, and so I just wanted to, you know, throw him in the fire. So I just put him on the microphone. He's done a, he's done a tremendous job. And um, certainly want to ask him, uh, you know, going into uh, your upcoming basketball season, just, just give me an idea of uh, how does it feel to leave one high school, to go into another environment, you know, under this difficult situation you're faced with. But uh, tell me about how you're preparing for your upcoming season and your new job. Well, <clears throat> Uh, the the Highland program is a program that I've had my eye on for many years. I mean, they've been a strong program for years. And uh, when I saw the job open up, I was really excited and, and went after it. Uh, and there's a lot of talent at the school, top to bottom. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I had a chance to observe some of the 7th and 8th graders play this summer also. Uh, that feed into Highland. And so there's going to be a lot of ball players coming over the next several years. So now uh, the first order of business is just getting the system that I teach uh, integrated in to, for the players to uh, understand how to play at the level that, 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 I, that I coach at. Um, the focus for all of my athletes is what I call basketball IQ. So uh, getting their basketball IQ at a level where they can compete and uh, stay at the high level that the school has had for several years. That's going to be the first point of focus for us. Let me ask you about Arizona basketball and Arizona sports, period. You know, I'm a guy born and raised in Ohio, uh, attended the Ohio State University, which I am very proud of, and I got a chance to play ball in the Midwest, you know, played, uh, well, uh, in the Midwest and also the East Coast, played for the Eagles and for the Browns. 
how does the Arizona sports in your mind compare to sports throughout the country? Because of the fact that you're at the high school level, you're developing some of this talent. So I want to put you on the spot. How does the Arizona sports compare to sports around the country? Well, I've been in several different states. I, I was in California. That's where I went to high school and, and, and college. And uh, then up in Washington State and uh, then Arizona. Um, I think that as Arizona, as Arizona sits in, in the national uh spotlight as far as the level of competition and athletics i think that they're overlooked um there are a lot of athletes here that could play at the division one level uh there are a lot of athletes here that are very talented um we've had some national uh national spotlights on some of the athletes like a jared bayless for basketball and uh you know some of the other kids that have come out of here but I think for, for the most part, this is a gold mine. I mean, this, this state is overlooked. Uh, I know the Californias, the New Yorks, the Texas, I know that's the big hit. Uh, but Ohio. There are, Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a bunch of athletes here that can play at the next level. Um, and I think that really the Division two, Division three level, they, they, they need to wake up because there are some athletes here that could definitely uh, compete at that level. Yeah, and I, I've noticed it. I, I've been here in Arizona now three years, you know, and uh, I, w- I would agree with you. There, there is some talent here. And I would almost think that the athletes here in Arizona are at an advantage, in particular the fact that the weather is so good. I mean, you can actually play it's ball year-round. Year now, uh, there is some challenges in the heat for the football teams and the outdoor sports, you know, in the, in the summer and the fall. But th- this is a tremendous opportunity. And a lot of at least professional football players in the offseason come to Arizona to work out. Uh, do basketball players come here and, and gather? Because it's so beautiful, man. You know, you'll, there's a lot of guys who live here. Uh, you know, people, people all want to live in Arizona, but then when it gets hot, they all want to leave. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, and that's a good thing because, you know, that heat keeps, uh, keeps us from being overpopulated. Well, let me ask you something. You're going to start your first show here. On Voice America Sports, it's going to be the first high school show. Uh, give us some idea of, of what we can expect from your high school show. You know, you're a basketball coach, but uh, you love all sports. So, give us some idea of what one might expect listening to your show. Well, one of the things that that I really want to do is I want to thank you for the opportunity. I want to thank Voice Sports America uh, for the same. Um, and the 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 content of the show is going to be driven by the athletics in the in the state of Arizona. I think it's overlooked. Um, there's not a lot of coverage, uh, and the athletes aren't getting the recognition. So that's what I'm going to use the show to do. Uh, there's some great basketball players, excellent football players, and some coaches here in the state that need some recognition. And so uh, when you and I started talking about the concept, that's what my focus is going to be. You know, give the people the do that 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 need to have that recognition. Bring them on. Talk to them. Let them have their voice. There's there's no doubt about a, a, you know high school sports is is where it all starts at and and Arizona is blessed to have a lot of talent here in in the state of Arizona and I'm happy to be able to watch some of it you know to go out and, and see some of these kids play you know we talked about you know and I'm gonna call him you know high school a, ver- a great high school player you know I saw a couple of them you know Nick's brother was a good one Carlino was a good one and uh, you know it's I just like seeing very good high school sports and also I want to compliment you coach too and you know a man of integrity who's involved in high school sports because you know people like myself and other people you know we trust our children 
with you. And it's good to have good role models. Many of us who have been uh, blessed to play at the highest level attribute a lot of our success to the foundation that we got from our high school coaches. So you, you've been doing a great job. And I'm sure the players you're looking for, you're looking for kids of character, and you're going to continue to build upon their character as well. Am I right about that? Yes, exactly. Well, man, coach, that was fast, man. <laughs> you know, I didn't expect it to go so fast, but that happens to me. Each week when I do this show, man, it flies by. It's been a great time for me, at least, here in the studios in Arizona. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Again, I want to thank my good friend Kelvin Fisher for calling in from the headquarters of the Super Bowl champion Steelers and also Coach Greer and uh, UNGL. And I wish you guys good luck and starting that developmental league uh, for future NFL players, hopefully. You've been listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Net- Network. And, of course, I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit VoiceAmerica.com. the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.